Welcome to Creative Solutions, where we are here to help you reduce stress, create a more satisfying customer experience, and of course, make more money. What's up, everybody? It's Big Rich with Creative Solutions, and today we have a very special guest, Christina Shepard. Now, Christina is a lender here in the local area, and we thought it would be an awesome idea to bring her in and learn her perspective about the real estate profession and the things that she's doing for her agents that she works with, hopefully give you some tips and some tricks on how you can better help your clients with the lenders that you're working with. So, without further ado, we've got Christina. How you doing? I'm great. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we heard it took a little extra drive time to get here today, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a little uh, highway shutdown right next to hey, my hometown. It's part so of the fun. It sounds I got like to drive the, through the old neighborhood actually on the way. So that's awesome. That was very nostalgic. Man, <laughs> it's just like real estate, isn't it? You always got something coming up. You yep. just keep getting it up and getting it done. Yep. You just got to roll with the motions. It's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, Christina, what what is like? I think it's super important, and me and you've talked about this a little bit prior, obviously, but we think it's super important the lender to realtor relationship that we have, right? We believe that that's a very important place to have where you got good people in your corner. We're going to deal with a lot of different, let's say, transactional situations, right? Yeah. Uh, none are ever the same. I think we've both seen that plenty of times. What are a couple things that you think are like core and like, you got to have this if you're going to be a lender working with an agent or agents, what should you be looking for in a lender? Um, so I would say, I think the number one thing is to have a lender that is really good at problem solving. Um, I think that there's a little bit of a common misconception or ideology that you're looking for a lender who's good at communication and they're available, um, you know, on evenings and weekends and they can get the closings done on time. And of course that's all super important, but to be honest, I really think that's the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. That's, that's literally your job. So you're not really going above and beyond yeah. by doing the basics of your job. <laughs> um, so that's where I think it's a, it's a little bit just kind of difficult. So if you take it one step further than just your job, like what are the things that are going to make you stand out? Mm -hmm. um, and so one thing is obviously going to be your products and your rates um, and fees. And um, the other thing I think is going to be really your problem solving skills. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot, I feel like not all lenders are created equal. For sure. So when you work in a referral based business and it's, you're a self-generated lender, you don't, you know, really have a livable mm -hmm. salary to go back to. You really want to do whatever it takes to get that loan to the closing table. Um, because you don't have anything to really fall back on. Absolutely. So there are some times when you can run into lenders who do have other things to fall back on and they don't really have that incentive to think outside of the box um, when it comes to just needing to make a loan get to the closing table. So. Absolutely. It's almost like that burn the boat, right? You, you got yeah. nothing behind you, so we got to go forward and get this taken care of one way or the other. Right. Whatever it takes. I Absolutely. mean, if it, yeah, if it means that, you know, we're diving in deeper with documents, with letters of explanation with conversations. If it means that I have to send a client to another lender to mm -hmm. get it done because they can do a little bit of, you know, the crazier loans, then that's what it takes to get it done. Absolutely. Um, sometimes I see if, if realtors aren't really partnered with the lender, I see, and they're just kind of like, oh, just, you know, go get a loan and, <laughs> you know, come back to me. Well, then you don't have you don't have that lender really accountable to Correct. you that's working with you in the transaction they can they literally i mean they hold your paycheck in their ability to do Absolutely. their job yep 
Um, and so when you hear then a denial from them and now the loan isn't closing and you're not really getting an explanation yep. on why the loan isn't closing, then you don't, so much you, can do. you don't know if you need mm-hmm. to send them somewhere else because if that was just a regular bank thing or are you just, you're just not going to close and we don't know if they could have Correct. potentially closed somewhere else or have found a loophole somewhere else or if they thought outside of the box. Absolutely. And so yeah. it all just kind of comes you know, full circle at that point. That's awesome. And I absolutely agree with everything you said. You know, I've I, even me personally, right. I've had lenders that have been super awesome and they were on top of it and I've worked with them, sent them stuff and it's been great. And I've had some times where somebody comes to me and they're a new client. They're like, oh, I've already talked to a lender. I've already got somebody in place. That's totally cool. Let's go with it. And yeah, it, it can be really difficult when we get into sticky situations, which not every deal has a sticky situation. Eight out of 10 deals have sticky situations that we're going to deal with to some sort and some effect. And as right. a realtor, it is really awesome to be able to say, hey, I know that I'm going to be able to lean on this person. Like, this is my person. We're going to get this taken care of. It also gives me as a real estate agent, though, confidence in referring the business out. Like, if I know that my lender, hey, th- we just had this really hard one. This was a rough one. They got us through. They got it taken care of. They, I know that they had to move some stuff around and call some people and get some papers. Right. They were willing to do it, though. Hey, guys, you should call these guys. I know that if you call this person, we're going to be good. I know that we'll get this deal done. It brings so much confidence, one, to the clients that we're working with as realtors, obviously. But two, I've also seen that it gives a lot of security to the other agents, sometimes in even getting deals put together in the first place, getting contracts and offers accepted. Right. I have absolutely had it to where I actually had one time a lender, and we don't work with this guy anymore, but at one point he had called the seller's agent and said, I'm the lender, you know me, get this one taken care of. We'll get it taken care of. Right. And that got us the deal solely because it was a tight deal. It didn't look perfect in the moment, but he made a call and it worked out and and we did get that deal taken care of. We got it taken care of. So it's a lot of fun. I really do think it's a lot of fun. And I think you're absolutely right that what the lender's going to do. And I actually loved, you said it in the email and I read it to my (laughs) wife here a little bit ago. And I was like, I like she said that. And you said just now you were like, look, that's the bare minimum of just getting the paperwork done and technically just getting to the closing table and technically just getting certain things like right. That, good cus- oh, I have good customer service. Yeah, that's, like, well, you should. You, you should. That's You're in a, a customer service based career. That's. That's absolutely. the bare minimum. I absolutely agree with you. Bars on the floor. <laughs> Literally, it's like, we're nowhere near it at this point. Right. It's kind of like a realtor. It's like if, if I answer the call, I show you the house, I write the paperwork, and take you to the closing table, I, I could technically be considered a good agent because I got it done for you. Was that the best I could have done? Absolutely not. There's so many more opportunities to grow in there, and I, I think you're right. As a lender, though, like from your perspective, what and maybe it's something you're doing, or maybe it's things like, hey, I'm actually working on doing these things down the road, but what are things that you do that, hey, this is what sets me apart because this is the bare minimum, but this is something that I know, hey, when I'm in a deal and I'm working with you guys and we're handling X, Y, and Z, here's what I can do to make sure it happens. Yeah, so um, calling the listing agent was a great example of going mm-hmm. above and beyond. I would say that has proven to be extremely helpful with mm-hmm. my clients. Um, it helps really me as the lender kind of stay in front of the clients as well as they're shopping because sometimes it can take you know a couple weeks um, for them to go under contract maybe a couple months and so you can kind of feel like you're being forgotten about but um, (laughs) you know I'm always 
trying to stay in front of them and shoot them a text on Fridays. Like, let me know if you're looking at anything and you want a mortgage payment estimation on something that you're looking at. If you're thinking that, um, you know, maybe they're approved for 300000 but ideally they're comfortable with a mortgage payment of 200000 Absolutely. Well, then I would explain to them that property taxes are a really big thing that's going to mm-hmm. shift that mortgage payment for right. them. And so potentially just, I mean, literally last weekend I had a client who asked me for payment estimations on a three hundred thousand dollar home and three twenty five, mm. and it ended up that the three hundred twenty five thousand dollar home had a cheaper mortgage payment wow. than the three hundred thousand dollar one, um, simply because of the property taxes. And so I just tell them, like, you know, this is what you're looking for. Yeah. This is what you're qualified for. Um, anything in between, if you kind of want to just see where it falls in your budget, maybe you'll find some extra wiggle room, an extra $100 a month because you love the home, or maybe that mortgage payment does work out for you um, after all. So um, love love doing that on the weekends, (laughs) keeps me in front of them. And then also once they are ready to make the offer, you definitely are calling the listing agent. all of my all of my clients who are qualified make it to the closing table one way or another. Mm-hmm. I do not pre-qualify people that don't qualify. Right. Um, and yeah. so I just kind of explain that to the listing agent, let them know that I'm communicative. I love calling on like a Saturday morning to be like, <laughs> hey, I'm ready for this you know, contract. So you I was are. actually going to bring that up. I was about to be like, okay, so I've worked with lenders who are, I will do any day, any time if you need me, give me a call. I've also worked with lenders who are, hey, I'm off from Friday night to Monday morning, right? Right. Where do you see the advantage of being that person that's like, hey, I'm here, like I'm ready to go? I mean, it's. I think it's definitely an advantage. I think that it's it's good to draw boundaries. Like mm-hmm. I would never say that right. you know I'm unavailable from Friday night until Monday right. morning, but there is also nothing wrong with that's a little different, yeah. Right? If you know that maybe something's coming in, mm-hmm. or you've connected with your your referral partners on Friday Correct. to say, hey. You know, if you guys are going to be out and about showing all weekend, then I might say, hey, well, I do have an event on Saturday for three hours. So oh, yeah. um, I'd be happy to contact anybody right after. And yeah. um, you're still available, but you're still having boundaries for Love yourself that. at the same time. And so I think that um, that works out really well. But but never just like, oh, I, you know, nine to five I only. <laughs> no, good luck. That's when all your clients are working, too. So yeah. how do you expect to get anything done? Really? Right. That's actually a really good point. Right. They're like, <laughs> they are working nine to five. Right. So we got to go. Yeah. Now, from your perspective. Right. And I feel like as realtors, we talk a lot to a lender about a lender, about what can you do for me and how can you best mm-hmm. help me. What about flipping the script, right? Okay. When you work with a real estate agent, right? Mm-hmm. What is something or some things that they can do that you're like, hey, when you do this, like you might not even realize that you're really helping or hurting yeah. the lender that you're working with. And we love when you do this. Yeah. Like, what are those things? Well, I would say the first thing is getting permission from the client upfront. So if you do have someone that you want to refer to me, Um, I would say clients have a lot of reluctance reaching out to the mortgage loan officer. So Mm -hmm. first of all, this is a world with a whole other language that Mm -hmm. they don't know. So they're, they're already kind of apprehensive to have that conversation with someone where they might potentially feel like they can't really keep up in the conversation. Absolutely. Um, and so they're already reluctant to make that phone call. They're already dreading it, dragging their feet. Um, and so it's really helpful actually to just get permission from them for me as the lender to reach out to them and then kind of leave that ball in, in my court instead of um, kind of waiting for them to, <laughs> to reach out to us. So That's it's totally super fair. helpful for us to have uh, just permission to, to reach out to them first. Perfect. So actually circling back to... Um, a lender being able to to 
go above and beyond for mm-hmm. a realtor. I would say another thing I do more than the mortgage payments mm-hmm. and um, uh, calling the listing agent yeah. is um, in contract, making sure that there is at least one update email going mm-hmm. out to both yes. the buyer's agent and the listing agent so that Absolutely. everyone is up to date on where we're at with intent to proceed, the appraisal, underwriting, closing date, um, if there's anything, you know, crazy that we're seeking from Correct. the buyer or any addendums needed from the realtor. So that goes out on Tuesdays. And I I feel a lot of uh, appreciation for Correct. for having that and keeping everybody in the loop. Um, the other thing I really love to do is work open houses. So since COVID um, is, you know, I guess like done now, yeah. <laughs> um, open houses have been slammed. So people yeah. want to see, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's, you know, basically pending by the time you have the open house, it's yep. it's still nice for people to get a feel for Absolutely. what they want because we haven't been walking in other people's homes for, you know, two years. Yeah. So um, you can pick up a lot of buyers in there. Yeah. And because you're kind of flooded with potential clients, having a lender co-host an open house with you is not competition to you. So it's someone else that can be greeting people and um, really kind of working the room that's that's not in competition with you. And then when you reach out to everybody afterwards, you also have the lender to be able to circle them back to you. So say maybe you snag a buyer, but then I get um, right. you know, a phone call from somebody else who wants a loan, then mm-hmm. we're circling back Absolutely. to each other. That's super cool. Yeah, which is awesome. And then the last thing <laughs> is um, when clients are searching for a long time or maybe they go off the grid for a while and nobody's mm-hmm. really heard from them, sometimes it can be that I would be their first point of contact when they're ready to get started again. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a big red flag for me, that stands out when a client asks for a copy of their own pre-approval letter mm. um, because it tells me I don't usually send it to them up front. There's really no relevant information yeah. on there to them that I the haven't already explained. Know, right. right, just the agent needs to know to make an offer with. So when a client reaches out and asks for the um, pre-approval letter, I assume they want to give it to another realtor. Yeah, so at sure. that point, that's my cue to not only tell them we are not leaving Rich mm-hmm. because he's going to get you under contract. He is the right. best one that knows this market, that yep. is going to be fantastic at negotiating for you, and you need to reach back out. And then I'm like, hey, Rich, call yeah, them right yeah. now. <laughs> like, hurry get up. They just asked for it. So, um, <laughs> And it does turn out that they are going to give it to somebody else. Yep. And I've been able to circle back and kind of help keep things together in that way. Right. Yeah. That's the, the relationship between the lender and the realtor, right? Like, that's, right. you got to have both sides. and definitely helps yes. out a lot. Yes, it's a partnership. It's not a one-way thing. And I think that there's a big misconception kind of on the realtor side just because um, it's just really like they just think it's customer service. It's availability. Correct. You know, everybody can do that, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then I get asked a lot for you know, Zillow money from strangers. And it's like, oh, we'll partner with you. Like you're only good for money and buying things. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. Like understand the partnership. This yeah. is a, this is a partnership. This is a business yep. par- the partnership. Yep. And one thing you, you alluded to when we were talking earlier, you said that it could almost be more valuable for an agent or it might be more valuable for an agent to have good contacts, good lender, mm-hmm. good, a good lender. I like to work with one. I don't like to work with multiple, but right. a good lender or two that you can make sure you're, they're going to be solid and refer out to. Right. It might be more valuable to do that than to pay for your Zillow leads or pay for extra leads here and there. Right. right. How, how do you see that being like the most, and obviously we talked about it a little bit, right? But how do you see that being the most helpful for the agent when they go through that? Just really, I mean, having someone that has your back throughout the process, mm-hmm. being more well-informed when you're Correct. partnered with a lender, that lender is accountable to you. Right. 
because if you don't have a working relationship there, it, it's up to you to kind of right. sever that tie. Um, you know, we're the vendor here. So yeah. um, it's really just kind of whatever it is that you need for support is what I try to do. So I, you know, I try to do my best and go above and beyond in all these other areas that I explained. Um, but if there's also something more specific that someone is looking for. I'm always open to how can we develop and, you know, reinvent our partnership? You know, right. how can we, what can we change to mm-hmm. um, change our trajectory or propel ourselves even further together Absolutely. and whatever that is, then we can come up with it together. Absolutely. Absolutely love that. Um, one other thing now, cir- circling back my squirrel <laughs> brain here, um, to another thing that a realtor can do that I find helpful yes. as a lender. I know you said that you like to work with one lender, mm-hmm. um, which is fine, but I hear a lot of feedback of like, well, we have to refer three lenders because that's we what we're supposed to do and, and all the things, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. Um, there are a lot of lenders that like really are just like, oh, like how how dare you send Correct. clients yeah. multiple places and it we should be sent to, to me right. and blah, blah, blah. Um, but for me, I'm like, are you afraid of the competition? Are you afraid of another lender taking your client? Are you like not that. putting yourself in the best <laughs> position for the client? Because if you're losing clients left yeah. and right, you're probably at the wrong place. Something's happening, right? Right. So um, I've, you know, very strategically put myself in a position to offer what I think are the most amazing products for my clients. I do have low rates. I do have niche products. Like my, I, I work for a bank and not a broker. And so we have quite a few products that we have literally made up. We mm-hmm. service them. They're ours. We're a community bank. There's less overhead. So we have lower fees. We have lower rates. Um, and we have products that literally no one else can have because we're not outsourcing them. Um, and so you know, I took less commission to to be here in that in yep. that position. So, um, so I'm I you know I'm not afraid to yeah. have another lender also take take a stab at a client. You know, like <laughs> go for it. Like, I love that honestly. Yeah. And I tell my clients as well. You know, if you if you want to shop around, please do. If you mm-hmm. find something so amazing, I mean, let me know where you went because I right. might interview. So. Yeah, let me know. Right, <laughs> right. Like I I need to know you know what's going on and what's out there anyway. Absolutely. Um, but. To that point, with the three, referring the three lenders, um, if that is something that realtors are doing, I feel like it's not being um, projected as call all three. I think it's like Russian roulette, pick one and call them and stick with them. It really is like call all three. Not all lenders are created equal. I have Mm -hmm. awesome products, but I may not have the product that's the perfect one for the client. And so it's kind of up to them to ask those questions to each lender and also get a feel for it. You should not feel confused after talking with a lender. If you do, then there might not be the right way. Yep. yep. And so you should really know what's going on and what you're getting and, and what they have to offer. And um, so that's kind of the point of, of having the three that you refer is call all of them. Because Absolutely. then you're allowing me to have a shot instead of whichever name they, they just are attracted to. Right. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Solutions. Also, if you guys have any questions or topics you would like for us to discuss, email us at info at creative solutions for realtors.com. We also have our online website listed in the description below for more in-depth training about real estate.